Welcome back to Mitten Sports Hub Podcast. This is episode 23 with your host Devin DeWitt and Austin King. And this is brought to you by MittenSportsHub.com. Make sure you go check it out. Make sure you check out our Instagram. We put in our picks every week for college football, NFL. Last week we did fairly well. I went two and one in NFL and three and one in college. Uh, you went three and one in college, and I believe you went one and two in NFL. So Wait. not too bad. I, I thought it was the other way around. No, because you you went I went Lions. I had Carolina. Oh, you had the Packers, didn't you? Instead of Lions. Yeah, it's Packers. So we, so we both went two and one yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we both had the same exact, you know, a nice little five and two weekend. Not bad, not bad. Um, but yeah, so obviously and a solid solid weekend of football, honestly. You know, like I say, you know, I was golfing during Saturday during the day a bit, but we got to watch most of the state game and um we blared it over the over my speaker and you know, I was playing with three state fans, so that was that was a consensus. Um and obviously it was a great game and it was fun to listen to and uh so no complaints on that. But no, and obviously we got a great a great weekend coming ahead with football. But first, what we haven't done in a while is I thought we'd touch a little on the Tigers. What they've been doing the last 11 games, eight and three against three first place teams. It's pretty awesome. And, you know, those first place teams, you know, they're still fighting, you know, staying first and stuff. It's not just like, oh, they're they're resting some guys and stuff like that. It's it it's showing that this team's kind of got, you know, something going for them. And if they finish seven and three, which they have 10 games left. They finish seven and three in those ten games. They'll be five hundred. Yeah. So, and yeah. if if Hinch doesn't win Manager of the Year, I don't know. That's that's yeah. just something. Yeah, that's yeah. I if he if he's not at least in the conversation, then that's a crime. But yeah, Tigers they look really good right now, and it's they're not going to make the playoffs. That's been decided, but it's cool just to see them competing. And like you said, these are good teams that they're beating. They've beaten uh, Chicago four games in a row. So, I mean, there's there's that, which is good in the future because they're a divisional opponent every year. So it's going yep. to put, put it in those guys' heads like, hey, we can beat these guys, and they're going to be good for a long time. Uh, yeah, it's really encouraging for next year, especially since we, ha- we don't have Torkelson or Green up right now, mm-hmm. and they're going to be a part of the team next year. So – it's it's really cool to see uh, all this like just just competing, just winning games in September. Hopefully, it continues into next year. But yeah, it I love it. It's encouraging. No, I mean I mean they could finish second in AL Central, which I don't think anyone thought that no. was possible. Yeah, I mean, I mean the AL Central isn't that great, you know, of a division, yeah. but still, it's still yeah, just finish second, second. in the yeah finish. Especially after the April and May we had, yeah, where we looked so bad, we were saying they should fire Avila. We were saying, or somebody else was saying that we should cut Cabrera. Uh, okay, Cabrera, Cabrera is one for eleven in his in his pass at bat. So I don't I don't think Cabrera is the still reason. over two fifty, but uh, Cabrera isn't the reason though. They're like this. I'm not saying that he he is. I'm just saying smart not to cut him, but. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. But, uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's cool. It, it's cool that they turned everything around. And it's not like there's a, it looks like there's a direction that we're going in 
And there's a lot of optimism heading into next year. We still might not even be a playoff team. I think we should be in con- contention for the playoffs next year, but we still might not make it. But to have those kind of hopes yeah. heading into the next year, I didn't, I didn't expect to have that. I thought it'd be like years upon years where we would even be competing for a playoff spot. And it's crazy. Like when you look at the Padres, you know, they're 76 and 73, like they're not that far. And they, look who they have. Yeah. They have Chato, Tatis, like those yeah. are like top tier guys. And you look at the Lions lineup or Lions, the Tigers lineup, and that you don't see one top tier guy, you know, on that lineup. You yeah. have, you see guys who are like, oh, they could be something in, you know, three, four years maybe. Yeah. But nothing really. Yeah, those guys are like the face of the MLB. Yeah, which shows a, a lot, again, with Hit, Finch. Like, if, like, it shows a lot with him and that coaching staff is doing and just preaching to these guys, like, hey, we can play with these guys no matter what. And it makes you even more excited for when Torkelson and Green come up and they're a little older. And for when – or whatever free agent we get this off season, like what we can do if, when we have like a legit team, like legit guys that could, that could win MLB games consistently. And it's, it's, it's going, it makes you excited. It really does. Just get a shortstop, bring up Torque and green and you're winning 80 plus games. At least. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what's with, the 80 plus with, with this, with the pitching staff too. Yeah. Google and Mize who, my should definitely. I don't know how he's not, but he needs more uh, rookie of the year hype. I don't know how he's not getting it. Just, well, just the most, amount of consistency he's been the entire year. I mean, most of it has been doing with you know his pitch limit. Still, yeah. uh, like I, it's the what he did before that. Even like he, I don't think he's allowed more than three earned runs this entire year, year since April. I think it was. So it's it's. He needs he needs something, but yeah, him, Scooble, Manning in the future, uh, Job eventually, Fiedo when he comes back from Tommy John. It's we've got arms upon arms. If I, if Fiedo ever makes it in the starting lineup, I'll be surprised. It feels like that guy's been talked about for he's, years. No, nah, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a really good uh, bullpen guy. He's he because he has that intensity, but. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like Tommy John's not Tommy John like it was back in the day. Like a lot of pretty much a lot of almost every other pitcher has Tom has had Tommy John. So it's it's not as worrying. So I wouldn't be surprised if he starts a couple games. But yeah, there's there's other guys coming up that will probably pass him up. And it just, yeah. it just sucks that we weren't able to get rid of Boyd because he's probably out for next year as well with his injury. It sucks. You know, we could have got something for him, and now we're not going to re-sign him once because he's going to be injured all next year. We'll probably release him. Caleb and sucks. No, I are, are you talking about Turnbull? No, Boyd. Boyd's back. No, Boyd got injured or uh, re-injured. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he got. I I read earlier that um it wasn't like Hinch was talking about. Um, how, you know, it was great to see Matt Boyd and stuff like that. And because it was something about his injury, his, something came back with his injury or something like that. Uh, well, then, look, yeah, that's, yeah, that is disappointing. We'll look more into it, but yeah, it's, and it does suck about, you know, Turnbull too. Hopefully he's able to make a little comeback. So that'd be nice to have him. If, if Boyd was healthy, you know, that's something you could keep for the long run. Yeah. 
yeah it that is disappointing but there's there's so many arms coming up anyways that it's not that bad, big of a big of a thing but yeah that is that is sad and in the bullpen too the bullpen looks pretty good recently with former uh soto who's out for the year too but that's I that's not arm related i don't think and cisnero it's 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 looking really good no i i agree and it's something you know because i've always talked about it and you know i think we both talked about length how vila hasn't really done anything i don't i wouldn't say this is a vila's success i think hinch has a huge thing to do this and fetter but he's, he's just been who, amazing who brought hinch here and who brought fetter in okay but that's the any guy in the gm spot would be like oh aj Hinch, the number one option available we but knew there, that. i was even but GM. There was, but there was a he was he took us because we were the only team that would give him a job not because it, we're heading exactly. in the right, right direction but how many openings were open last year you no, but I'm saying any reasonable guy who's like, okay, rebuild, Hinch is the best available. I don't care about the criticism. We let this guy do it. Us as fans knew Hinch was the option. I'm not – Al Vila didn't find Hinch out of the woodwork. Yeah, I'm of, not – yeah, but but still, he had, he had, you got to give him some credit for having no. the balls to, to make that decision and to bring in Chris Fetter. Like, that's, that's got to be some – you got to give him some credit. Same thing with brought in Jonathan Scope and he's been our best player. Uh, Robbie Grossman, it's just Eric Haas. Some of these, some of these moves, Akil Badu, like he, some of these moves, you gotta give him credit for. And uh, I admit, I I was a detractor. I don't think he deserves an extension yet, but he definitely he deserves some credit. Okay. If you say so. But yeah, I just looked it up. Boyd, he met with another specialist uh, just uh, last week because it was like he had more elbow soreness and they'll find out if he needs surgery um, probably in the next week, they said. So that's right. Yeah, could be out for another whole year. <laughs> that sucks, yeah. but whatever. Um, so that was Tigers news. It's, you know, kind of end of the season, whatever. Um, one quick second Pistons. I saw that. Uh, uh, Kate Cunningham was listed as the 75th player in the, in the NBA. And Jalen Green, I think, was 97 or 96. 96, so. I think, yeah. So Pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Better than – he's the 75th best player in the NBA, and he hasn't even played a game yet. So that's – Exactly. And Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, I think, was 56 or 58. Yeah, Wonderful. he was in the 50s. So, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see them. And, I mean, that's going to be coming soon as well. Same with hockey. 29 days. Yeah, hockey, I think, puck drops in three weeks. Yeah. So, but to the more important stuff, football, the best thing in the world. Uh, we'll start with Michigan. Uh, I mean, they played Northern Illinois. Obviously, we all knew it was going to be just an ass whooping. Um, and we did see that they did not throw the ball again <laughs> at all. I mean, but they did. They did. uh it, they showed more consistency in the passing game, at least. Like, like Cade, Cade looked more comfortable. I know it's a weaker opponent, but he definitely looked more comfortable. And for me, for me at least, he he proved that he should at least start the Rutgers game. If he struggles in that game, it's still the same questions. JJ, Wisconsin, but he did he pushed it off a little bit for a week. So, so good on him. The, the only thing though is it's kind of hard to struggle when you're only throwing ten passes. That's true. 
and against Northern Illinois. Yeah, so, and but, Rutgers, I, I don't think it's going to be 63 to 10 against Rutgers, but I assume it's going to be, you know, a 20-point victory. Um, I got them at minus 18 and a half early on. It went up to 20 and a half the next day, so I'm pretty confident in that. But um, I'm just a little worried about Rutgers because with Shiano, I finally remembered his name, they always play tough. I, they just, they're always, they're not going to be like the best team in Big Ten any year. But when he's there, for some reason, he just knows how to coach Rutgers. And, and so that's that's what got me a little nervous, but yeah, same. Th- I think they're they're going to win pretty decisively, and it should it should be decisive at least. But it, it's this is going to be the biggest test for K K McNamara though. Yeah. Can he? Can even though they're they're starting corners out, uh, but you got you got to prove it against Big Ten teams. Yeah, and. and- I'll say this, I'm still not sold on Michigan. Uh, their their running or their rushing game is very good, but I really think it'll come down to Wisconsin to like kind of see if it's the same effect. I mean, their offensive line looks really good, and it, it could be one of the best they've had since 2016. Yeah, and maybe that's kind of what Harbaugh was going for, because obviously, you know, with the the JT Barrett spot and stuff like that, that could have been a season that changed Michigan for years to come. But obviously, he lost the recruits off that, and he didn't get a chance at the Big Ten Championship, whatever, all that crap. But, I mean, seeing Donovan Edwards out there, two touchdowns, he had what he broke like a 56-yarder for one. Yeah. That's good to see. Blake Horm, obviously, he's, he's he's a beast. He's really good. And, I mean, that, I mean, I don't really take much except from that, from the game. Yeah, I just, yeah, same. Uh, the defense, again, looked really good. Uh, yeah, it's... It's hard to take anything away from a team, a game that where you win sixty-three to ten, but at the same time, Northern Illinois beat Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech almost beat Clemson. Yeah, so it's. It, I do the thing. I I was reading a lot about that, and I I do compare games like before, but like oh, they almost beat them, so it's cool. Yeah. I just don't think Clemson's that good, honestly. I, I don't, don't know what's so going either. on. They have good defense, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they have no offensive line. Like DJ has no time back there, and no. It, they don't really have much of a running game. So it's – they only have Justin Ross as a receiver. Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be – it's going to be a rough year for Clemson. And I, it's interesting. It's a very interesting point that if Clemson does lose at any point uh, and then Michigan or whoever in the East goes undefeated, Iowa – stays undefeated is there two sec teams and two big 10 teams it depends if oregon stays undefeated yeah and oregon loses yeah i think it could like like a one loss a one loss sec team gets in over a one loss pac-12 team and a one loss big 10 team gets in over one loss acc team and pac-12 team so yeah that's you got I if Clem, if Clemson loses again, they're definitely out. We we know that. And Notre Dame doesn't look great. They you know that but they could still, you know, they could still end up there. Yeah. If they go on I mean if they go on to feed if they have one loss in Notre Dame, I don't think they're in either. I don't know. That's tough because I just I just I don't think Michigan is gonna go undefeated or be a one loss team. Well, I'm honestly. just saying anybody from the No, East. no, even, I agree. even Ohio State, if they if they 
stay with like you could see win the Big Ten. You could see Iowa and Penn State in there. Like they yeah. want to lose in the Big Ten championship. That's their one loss. <clears throat> Do you put one of them in? Sure, I could see it. I could see two SEC teams in there. But yeah, no, it'll be. <laughs> This is a, I, I saw a stat that five ranked team, at least five ranked teams have lost each week so far. That's insane. I know. And I know it's the beginning of the season. And there's been some big games at the beginning of the season. Usually you're seeing cupcake games for like a lot of the big teams. I mean, I know Alabama played Mercer and stuff like that. But like, but they played Florida week three and that was a close ass game and yeah. stuff like that. Like you, there's been a lot of big games so far, which is, it's been awesome. But comes to playoffs, it'll be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's it's been a wacky year. That's why I think Michigan's got a chance because it's been so crazy. It could be. Or, yeah. I mean, who knows? They could run the ball, you know, 70% of the time each game, and it might work just because their offensive line might be that good. But obviously, we I, I won't judge that until after the Wisconsin game. If Wisconsin game, they run the ball efficiently, I'll be like, okay, they, they actually might have something here. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I said, there was a reporter who asked Harbaugh. He's like, he was, he was like, are you afraid of the commits who like won't want to come here because you're not throwing the ball like and stuff like that? And Harbaugh's, Harbaugh was like, it seems like you have a storyline scripted and you just want my like a one liner for me. So I'm gonna pass, and I don't believe that. We're just trying to win games. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true because I don't think they're. I think they're only doing this this year, running the ball all the time because they can't. Is working. You're not gonna, yeah. You're not gonna have this kind of offensive line every year. You're not gonna have these kind of running backs every year. So, your best receivers out for the year. You don't really have a quarterback you trust that much right now. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, back to Cade. He's done. Like he hasn't turned the ball over yet. So that's that's important. But yeah, he's got to prove that. Like you got to throw the ball against Big Ten teams. You're gonna be down at least one game. You're gonna have to come back. You can't just run the ball. Yeah. No, the, the next two games will definitely be showing on if their plan is just to run the ball 70% or throw the, get, get it mixed in, get like close to or 50 50. Mm-hmm. But maybe they don't have to. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they won't. Yeah. So obviously, Michigan, I mean, they're probably going to win this week, whatever. Um, but Michigan State, that, that game against Miami, I mean, I don't think Miami's that good. But to go down to Miami and just put on that performance, I know D.R. King got injured or whatnot, but they, they're looking a lot better than I thought they'd look. And Kenneth Walker looks great. And everyone's comparing Kenneth Walker, Corum, like, oh, who's better? Who's better? They're both very good running backs. They're both great. Um, and it'll, it'll be really showing, you know, when they meet on October 30th, you know, you know who outperforms the other, stuff like that. And that'll be the – I guarantee that'll be the main headline. Is Kenneth Walker or Quorum the better running back in the Big yeah. Ten? Stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, they play Nebraska night game. Nebraska held their own against Oklahoma. So, we'll, that'll, be, that'll be a good game, to, good game to tune into. Yeah. Uh, yeah, State, they did, they did. They have surprised me. I thought for sure Miami would beat them at home. Uh, Peyton Thorne has really surprised me. I did not think he'd be. Or Tuddies. Or Tuddies. And over 250 yards. Yeah. So I mean, good. yeah, he's 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 pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that game on Halloween weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I Michigan State looks good. They proved me wrong. 
So I can't yeah, really say anything else. I mean, we're and I think they will beat Nebraska. And yeah. you know, so four and zero for Michigan, Michigan State, and then they play West Kentucky next. They'll probably be five and zero, and they'll go under. They'll go to Rutgers. There's a good chance that Michigan and Michigan State could either be undefeated or one loss teams going into Halloween weekend. Yeah, and then because, if they're yeah if they're both undefeated, then they're going to be top fifteen teams. So it's going to be. Oh two, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, they'll be. They'll probably be top 12 teams. Yeah, One of them would be top 10. At least, yeah. I, I assume Michigan would be because they'll be playing Wisconsin, which yeah. if they beat them, that'd be a ranked team. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though Michigan State did beat Miami, who was a ranked team, I think Wisconsin, you know, is better than Miami. But still, I mean, they 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 both look good. You know, it's fun, you know, because everyone is kind of – I hope everyone's understanding the Lions are not a good team. So everyone should have a team to root for, you know, this year. And it's going to be intense. It, in October 30th, could come down to actually be a really nice showdown. And oh, I'm pumped for it. Because yeah. if, if you look at the slate for Michigan State, if they got Nebraska, West Kentucky, Rutgers. That's three winnable games. You know, 6-0 right there. Then they go to Indiana. And I know Indiana's your playoff team. And not everything, anymore. Not but anymore. not anymore. That never happened. They don't look good. They could, they could be 7-0. And let's say... We'll be okay. Let's just say seven and zero. They play Michigan, Michigan State toss up. Let's say, let's say both teams are seven and zero going into that game. Then Michigan State, Purdue, Maryland, two teams they can beat again. And then they just have OSU and Penn State at the end of the year, which that's probably games they they would most likely lose if you look at the schedule right now. Yeah, Michigan State could finish, you know, at worst in my opinion, nine and three, maybe eight and four. For Mel Tucker to do that with his roster, that. Mm-hmm. Michigan State's got a nice future ahead, and it's kind of scary as a Michigan fan because you're like, shit. You know, you, you're hoping that you're kind of got a beat on them. They switch coaches. They don't really have many veteran players, but oh, it's it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun be year. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I'm just I'm really interested to see who's gonna win that game. It's gonna we're gonna find out a lot about both these teams in the next couple of weeks. So, like. I, yeah, I don't even know what to say. It's it's going to be – I'm excited, I hope, too. I hope if both teams are ranked, they move it to a night game. They never would. They, they would never would, it. but wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? That would be awesome. They just – I don't know what the – it's – but then again, nowadays, it's up to, uh, like, ESPN and ABC and all them. So, yeah. they could. They could. No. Game day will definitely be there. Oh, 100%. I mean, both teams, I, in my opinion, I think looking at the schedules for both teams, I think both of them will be ranked. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, if Michigan does lose to Wisconsin. So, in-state game, uh, it'll, be, it'll be a fun one. I'm, I'm pumped. It's, it's a month away. I'm pretty it's coming nervous, up quick. to be honest. But, no. So, obviously, if you're a state fan, congrats. You've outdone both of our expectations. I thought you'd lose to Miami and um, – but I know a lot of people took Michigan State money line and they made some big bucks on that. And I'm, pretty much everyone I talked to took Michigan State money line. And I think they were plus 200, plus 220 before the game. So congrats to you. Mm-hmm. But no, so obviously great, great weekend of sports, especially for the state of Michigan. Um, looking except at this upcoming yesterday. week. What you said? said? Except yesterday. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get okay. But for the college slate coming up, uh, one game that kind of threw me off, Villanova. 
I forgot they had a football team. Yeah. Isn't that new in the past year or so? No. they. I remember back in the day they were uh, – they won the FCS championship, I think. Like okay, so they're FCS. Yeah, they're FCS, okay. yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I feel like I never see them on the schedule. Yeah. And they're playing Penn State, and I'm like, what? I was like, this, this would be a good basketball <laughs> you know. game. It would be a good basketball game right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, I really don't care about that game, but yeah. um, Thursday, Appalachian State, Marshall. That, that'll be a fun game. I, I think the over is going to hit on that. Oh, yeah. And I'm a huge App State fan now. I don't know why. They, they just look – their offense just looks electric. Um, so, it'll be a fun game. Uh, then we got Wisconsin-Notre Dame. And I think – well, obviously, as a Michigan fan, you're really hoping Wisconsin, you know, Wins. handles Notre Dame. Yeah. And Notre Dame has a tough test because they haven't looked that great at all, really. Yeah, I think it's going to be easy for Wisconsin with yeah. that defense. But then again, their their offense hasn't looked that great this year. And but Notre Dame's defense hasn't looked that great either. So yeah, it's that Soldier Field too. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I thought that was super strange. I don't like. I I hate. Uh, what what I forget. I don't even know what the names call. I forget what the names called when they meet at a neutral uh, site. A neutral site game because if like you don't get like that Penn State feel with the whiteout. Yeah, that was sweet. Exactly. You should want that at every single – I know the money's there, whatever. But you should have every college game at whatever home field it is because you're totally getting rid of that atmosphere by doing that. And yeah. it just – it makes me mad. Yeah, me too. Like, that was that was one of the coolest games I've watched in a long time. Same yeah. with the Michigan game against Washington. Like, you exactly. don't get that at, like, Soldier Field or – no, the what Mercedes-Benz Stadium and wherever. So, the only games that you played outside of their own stadium is if the NFL goes overseas or if a soccer team comes over and plays like the Big House, like they did, or Soldier Field, like they did too, or hockey bowl games. What or bowl games? Sure, but that's yeah, that's different because you can't have home. But or like hockey when they do the Winter Classic, those are cool. Yeah. This is different. This sucks because <clears throat> those students too. They, a lot of them don't have the money to travel. Yeah, so, you get screwed. Or they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, why would you – like, why would you want to go from Madison to freaking Chicago? I mean, that would be pretty cool, actually. But still, it's expensive. Exactly. You're, you're a college student, so yeah. And, like, you can't tailgate like you, you could at a game, and it's not as rowdy. And you get, like, a bunch of people who are, aren't fans of those teams. They just are local to that stadium, wherever they're playing, and they go to it. And who knows, they could show up in their favorite college team, you know, Jersey yeah. or something like that. It's I'm not a fan of it, but whatever. That'll be a good game to watch. Same with Texas A&M, Arkansas. Nice SEC matchup. Um, Texas A&M, you know, that's that's a team definitely that their quarterback situation is kind of a mess with their yeah. freshman. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, their starter's out, so they're kind of screwed. And then Arkansas looks really good, so. Which is surprising. Yeah. But they're they're another team that's like like Michigan State. They're they're just tough. They're just they don't believe that they can lose. So they just play you as tough as they can. Yeah. I will I will throw out one upset alert that I I'm not, you know, hundred percent, I'm more like seventy percent is West Virginia over Oklahoma. I think West, I think West Virginia could upset Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 
West Virginia has, has a good defense too. Yeah, and Oklahoma has not looked good. Spence, Spencer Rattler has not looked good. Um, and, you know, when we were talking earlier about, like, the quarterbacks who could go in the draft, Sam Howell finally actually had, like, a good game where he showed out. Yeah. Um, it's nothing where you're like, oh, yeah, that's the reason I'm going to draft him number one overall. But Spencer Rattler really hasn't had that game this year. Yeah, it's – this year for quarterbacks has been really weird. So, like, the Sam Howell, he had a really bad first game, and then he's bounced back. He's had some pretty nice games the last two weeks. Spencer Rattler, uh, bad first game. And the last two weeks, he's kind of looked like a little iffy. Yeah. Then you got Matt Corral, who's just freaking falling out. But at the same time, yeah, at the same time, though, you look at the offense and it's not that hard uh, to ball out. So it's, it's, it's going to be a weird year to see who ends up being that, that number one quarterback in the draft. But, or like Heisman. Yeah. Heisman category. I think, I think it's got to be Matt Corral. At, oh, right. at, this, at this pace, sure. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You could see Corm or Kenny Walker up there yeah. in the mix, too, if they keep showing out, you know? Yeah, it should be. I think the only thing holding back Corum, you know, from Kenny Walker would be that he also has Haskins and Edward they split some yeah. carries with. Yeah, but I think Edwards, I think Edwards the next couple of weeks is going to get way more playing time, too. I hope so. I, I hope think so. Gonna, yeah. I think he's gonna going to cut into Haskins' time instead of not as much as uh, that's Clarence, but more of Haskins. Yeah, I mean Haskins, I'm kind of done with. He's I think he's only there for the leadership. I mean he's not going to be a top three pick anyway. Like I mean a t- top three round pick anyway. So it's like he's everyone's already seen what he can do, mm-hmm. and he's just he's still doing it. I mean he's a good running back. He'll probably be like a late round pick, but no, I I agree. I agree. Uh, going in the NFL, we uh, we obviously had a disappointing game for the Lions, and I think it hopefully kind of shushed the people who thought the Lions would be, you know, over five one team. They their defense is horrendous, dude, and it's especially so with Melifanu out now, and it could be out for a long time. Dan Campbell was saying, who's who's that cornerback? Besides Raraway, like there's no one. They have Bobby Price, who actually doesn't look that bad. He didn't look bad, but you know he's an undrafted free agent. Yeah, yeah, barely made the team. Yeah, it's this team is just—it's hard to watch. It it is. I mean, I I wasn't able to watch the first half where they looked actually decent, but uh, and but yeah, the you just can't—you're not gonna win five games you're not gonna win three games with that defense especially with your two best corners out now so or your two top corners and that's out. and that's saying something if they're your two yeah. top corners you know exactly. like <laughs> yeah that's yeah it's not it's not like you're missing freaking i don't know richard sherman Jaylen, back in his time yeah, yeah Jalen ramsey richard sherman but like it's 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 bad it's it's Really, and the then, uh, only positive, honestly, has been Sewell. He did very well again at left tackle. And yeah, that and TJ Hawkinson. Exactly. No, TJ Hawkinson has been great. That he's yeah. he's looked he's very in, good. If he's, he's in any other offense, yeah. If yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. If he was in any other offense, he'd be a top three tight end. I honestly, I think by the end of the year, he could still. I think he'll be a top three. Yeah, 
Which which goes to show that pick not as bad. No. Oh, bad. Abs- yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's proven, which is good. He's proven he's proven that he's deserved to go eight last year or two years ago. But yeah, and Jared Goff, he he had his moments where he looked pretty good. Then then he had his moments where he looked really bad, and with that fumble and the pick and on the fourth down play, uh, it just it's going to be that kind of year this year. I just hope they don't view him as like Jimmy Garoppolo, where they're like, okay, we can do with the subpar quarterback for years and be okay with it because it's like you don't hope, have the defense to do it. I hope at least one more year. No, I after yesterday's game and from what we've seen in the quarterbacks from college so far, like who knows, Rattler I'm willing, yeah, I'm willing to might fall out. But sure. I think you'd go defense, 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 defense. Maybe throw a wide receiver in there. Yeah, I'd take a wide receiver with the second first pick. Sure, sure. Because and, yeah, because the because I was just about to say that that Quintus Cephas is your best receiver right now. Yeah, and he's I don't I don't think he's going to be a long term pro. I mean, he could, but he he that catch he almost had the. To end the half, though, that one-hander, that was sick. He almost yeah. brought that down. That would have been sick. He's, yeah. he's definitely he, – he'll stay on the team. You know, I think he'd be a third. He's a third wide receiver, though. Yeah, a third wide receiver, but not your – he shouldn't be your first. And it's – that's that's what makes me want a – like John Michi, I think, will be there. Chris Olave could be there. Uh, they would be very good first-round picks. And at the back end – but we could even trade trade up and use those pick, use that pick in next year's first or whatever, and move up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely go at the top of the draft. Go the best defensive player in the draft, which I well, hope. I mean, here here's where it comes to the second pick, and hear me out. If you really want a wide receiver, you know, and I'm, I'm I know there's wide receivers that you know get drafted second, third round, but like. You could go from a Justin Jefferson to a Brandon Ayuk situation. Justin Jefferson was picked, what, 21 or 22? Brandon Ayuk was picked 25 or 26. Brandon Ayuk, though, had a good end of the year last year. Okay, but what's he doing this year? The Kyle Shanahan saying that sir? he's just not there. Sir? So, he's not hurt. He's fine. He's fine. And um, But they're saying, like, he could be the next Dante Pettis. You know, and Dante oh, Pettis. Oh, come on. <laughs> No. But I'm just saying, so, and they're saying, and I was looking at a thing, and it, the Lions have the best chance to get number one overall pick right now. The Rams are at 28, but their average is 23. That's what, like, those, their simulations formed. So that's a big difference, 23 and 28. You know, that's a difference, you know, of a wide receiver or two that you could pick, but might get swooped up. I'm willing to, to, uh, for ten years of your of your life in the future, just to have Stafford lose in the NFC. I'll trust our I'll trust our scouting department. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to. Brad, find Brad Holmes is supposed to be the drafting wizard, so yeah, I'll trust. trust I'll trust them to find somebody at, at the back end of the first round. It's the first round, so there's going to be enough receivers, especially nowadays, enough receivers to take one at least. Then, second round if you have to. Or you do this. Hear me out. You tra- you draft. Thibodeau one or two or whatever, and you'll love it. And I would love it too if it pans out. And hopefully Thibodeau, you know, is 
Do anything on his injury? Is he all right? Like, I haven't really looked into that much. I think he's fine. It's probably more precaution than anything. Probably. Um, and then you trade up into the top 10 and grab Kyle Hamilton, that safety from Notre Dame. Because he's looking like a freaking stud. He is. he is. They're saying he might be the first safety picked in the top five ever. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I would take him. Another interesting, if if we don't get Thibodeau, if he's gone, if, like say we get the third pick and he goes to one or two, Aiden Hutchinson, three. Oh, I don't know. He's we'll people see. are saying he's getting top five talk right now. Yeah, the only re- the only way to ever do that is Thibodeau's gone. But yeah, that's, yeah, some, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Obviously, a little too soon to talk about the draft, but you yeah. know, we're the, it's yeah. the Lions. It's really all you got to look forward to. Right that's now. our Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, they got the Ravens coming up. Uh, if you have Lamar Jackson on your fantasy team, congrats. He's probably going to put up 50 points. Uh, it's start all the Ravens you have. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, oh wait, Devin, Devin, are you going to talk about our game? Oh week? yes, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, destroyed me, and Pitt's defense destroyed me, yeah. and I lost to uh, Austin. So that was disappointing. Travis Kelsey, of course, that forty that touchdown, touchdown saved me. Yeah, yeah. That once I saw that, I'm like, it's over. It's like, yeah. I, I turned off the TV and I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, I, it was, so it was pretty. It, it was a pretty good weekend for me. Uh, just being able, just knowing that I'm better than you uh, <laughs> is, is was pretty nice. It's an 0 2 start in that league, and yeah. it's, it doesn't look like, for me. it doesn't look like it's getting any better. The, the team right now is just not looking too hot. Zeke and Eckler need to step it up. Bang. Yeah, they, Bang. You might need to uh, shake things up in the front office, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, you might see some. A lot of uh, demolishing of my team after this week if I lose. Yeah. You might you might see some crazy trades. Just 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 totally shake him. And yeah. uh, if anyone needs a backup quarterback, let me know. I I've got one for you. They <laughs> 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 um, don't even listen, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I got the Ravens, then the Bears, and the Vikings and Bengals. Probably the only game they have a chance with is the Vikings, just because the Vikings can't catch a break and they just can't stop beating themselves it seems like but no so obviously nothing to look forward with the lions but looking at the schedule coming up um for this upcoming weekend uh the the games the the really main game i think obviously is the rams versus tampa and this is the first time that tom brady has ever faced the rams is it it's his first time no super bowl his first super bowl Against Kurt Warner and Marsh Polk? In Los Angeles. Oh, okay. In Los Angeles. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Which I thought was crazy because they've been there for what, four or five years now? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, obviously he was in the AFC, whatever, but still, I was like, I was like, huh, it's kind of interesting. Um, That game will be really good. I think the Rams are actually favored by one point, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, And so, but. I mean, they, they beat Atlanta, you know, pretty handily. So, I, I actually think Tampa's probably going to win that game. Um, I have be- the Rams, actually. Do you? Because I just don't, I don't trust Tampa's uh, secondary. They're all out. Yeah. So, so their secondary is tough. Yeah. And the way that Cooper Cup has been playing Matthew Stafford and just in general that whole offense, they're going to put up some major numbers. And not that Tampa Bay's not either. 
because their offense has been playing really well this year. But I I trust Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald more than I trust Ndamukong Sue and Levante David or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Vita Vea, though, man. All he's got to do is bull That's rush. That's true. That all is he's true. Do is bull rush. And they were talking on the on the on the TV. You know, Stafford's thumb's not the best right now. All you got to do is hurt that thumb when he's in the pile. Just snap it. It'll be good for us Lions fans and the, the Bear or the Buccaneers. So, just think about that, guys. Just think about that. If, you, if anyone from uh, the LA front office is listening, you know, relay that to your team. Um, but no, and you know, it kind of does suck. Miami versus Vegas. I was kind of looking forward to that game, but you know, Tua probably out for how many weeks? It's who knows? They said it's just a bruise. He might be back. He might wear a flak jacket. Oh, really? Okay. Because yeah. when I read, you know, after the game, they said that it could be, you know, a few-week injury, but that's good. All right, so sweet. A nice little 4 o'clock game because the other 4 o'clock, Denver versus New York, isn't going to be good. Um, so you can switch through the Los Angeles Rams and the Miami game, and you got a nice little 4 o'clock mid-afternoon section up for you. Especially after you, you watch the Lions get their ass kicked by Baltimore, if you're even going to watch that game. Personally, oh. I would rather tune in to uh, Kansas City versus Los Angeles Chargers and uh, watch Justin Herbert go off. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be high scoring for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's revenge of last year because Justin Herbert almost beat them in his first start. So. Yep. I feel so bad for him. The last two years, losing all those one-score games, that's going to suck. His defense just needs to be there. Yeah. And but, they have a good defense. They have Joey Bosa and Darwin James, so it's not like... No, I agree. Bums. Yeah. I, I just didn't understand the Melvin Ingram situation. I mean, he's been looking pretty good yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I, like, when I, yeah, I was watching the, the Raiders game last weekend against Sears, and saw him out there, and I was like, what? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's one of the best defensive players in the league at one point. But, yeah, he, he does struggle with injuries, so maybe that was... No, absolutely. Was it was a little weird, but... No, so obviously, a nice little weekend coming up with football again. Um, and, you know, I hope everyone enjoys it. Also, hunting season is on the way October 1st, so maybe you're prepping your stands, checking your trail cams. You know, make sure if you're doing it. I know, you know, hunting season's a big deal, at least for me. You know, so maybe some other listeners, but take some time. Take some time away from it. Sit back at lunchtime and watch some football and enjoy your life. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Be safe, yes. Especially everyone, you know, everyone's probably pumped up to go to Ann Arbor for the Rutgers game and just watch a, a nice little ass kicking. Um, but we hope, we hope you enjoy it. Um, and hopefully the rain stops this week. At some point, it's supposed 100% chance on Wednesday. It's supposed to be cold this week. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I'm not mad about that. Let's get the fall weather coming. I want to see the leaves sure. falling sure. now. Nice little hoodie season. Oh, yeah. Hoodie, hoodie and some long pants. Yeah. Try to wear shorts. Yeah. Just want to wear some hoodie. jeans and a nice little loosely fitted hoodie. Yeah. A nice hoodie. little. Bush latte. Yeah. Get out there. Get, get, get out there in the nice fall weather. Yeah, Watch sit, football. sit by the fire. Oh. Yeah, have some good chats. Yeah, no, it's 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 a nice season. It's a, it's a beautiful season. But so, thank you everyone tuning in. Um, we back uh, next week, and make sure you check out our picks. We drop them on Thursday, and let us know your thoughts on them. Um, I know a few people have DM'd us or commented, you know, kind of showing us 
you know, what you liked or what you didn't like and keep that up. You know, maybe you'll start swaying our opinions and if you got strategy, let us know too. You know, we're all about winning in this podcast. So let us know and uh, we'll see you next week.